0: Yo, 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 it's your favorite Eastside nigga, Eastside K-Boy. I'm chilling. I'm fuckin' with my family, the Born Leaders Podcast.
1: Eastside. Hi! <laughs> <laughs> Westside, California, palm trees,
0: candy fangs, palm pills, rock, rock, and bomb woods, car, put the hoes, yeah. yeah, dippin' down the black streets, stash rocks, go to grease, take that bullet heat, born leaders run the streets. Welcome, everybody, to the Born Leaders Podcast. Your boy, LaVotia Smith. This your girl, Jamie B. We got a special guest today. It's your favorite Eastside Side nigga, East Side K-Boy. What's it
1: Ooh. Who's East Side K-Boy?
0: East Side K-Boy. That's me. East Side k is an artist off the low bottom East Side. That's the East Side of South Central. But East Side K-Boy, I'm glad you asked me that because now I can get rid of this misconception about me. Everybody think I'm just some just turned up East Side, gang banged out, lopped out nigga. I am affiliated with the Crips. Okay. That is my background. Okay. I'm a father, I'm a brother, I'm a family man. You know what I'm saying? I got a woman at home. Yeah, I mean, I'm like the dopest nigga you can be around. I'm funny. I'm goofy. I just embody a lot of dope traits. I feel. Okay. And I walk with a level of respect, integrity, and dignity. So I feel like the things that I'm able to do in the streets is because of that, not because I'm so loped out or I'm so turned up. Like, I'm really just a cool dude. I'm the coolest dude that you'll meet. Okay. People first.
1: I like how you said father first. How important it is to, to be a father? Because people don't know the difference between being a baby daddy.
0: Yeah, I'm not a baby daddy <laughs> at, at all. And being a father. People a don't know yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, not, I'm not a baby daddy at all.
1: So how important it is to, to, to be a father to your, to your four beautiful babies? I think it's a beautiful
0: thing. And I'm a father that's in the home. Mm. So, I'm blessed and fortunate to be in the home with my with my children. See, a lot of dudes are unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Like, every nigga not a deadbeat daddy. Some of these women don't even give the men, you know, the uh, opportunity to be with that child and they want to be. Yes. For whatever reason it is. But me, um, I think it's dope. I get to see everything. You know what I mean? From the first steps to everything. I don't miss anything. I watch them grow up in the house with me. And it's cool to be there. You know, they need that father figure. They need that, that father, especially my daughters. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, my boys, they gonna, they gonna get it. You know, you're more tougher on boys as a man. But my daughters need to see the structure of, of a father, what a man should be. You know what I mean? So that's why I think it's dope to be a father. And how was it growing up on the east side of L.A.? Uh... Shit, it's the east side, man. <laughs> you know, I think it's one of the grimiest parts of the city. But it's a lot of... History, where I'm from. Like, see, that's why I'm glad I did this interview with y'all so people can know. Like, it's just not grimy. It's just not full of gangs. Like, I'm from the side of the city where black people were first. Mm. Like, everybody think it was murder Park and all that in the Crenshaw District. That's cool. But that's where black people migrated. Everybody was on my side of town first.
1: Give us a, a, a like, perimeter of where? Like,
0: we call it the Low Bottom, so the Low Bottom will be from, like, Slauson and Central all the way down. So where where I'm from is like I'm in the 40s of the east side. So I'm like all through the 40s. 40th to 49th. That's Central, Wadsworth, you know what I mean? McKinley, San Pedro, uh, streets like that. So in that area, Central, it's the mecca where black people like Billie Holiday. That's where they can only play. Black people can only go down there. So when they do the jazz festival, wow. it starts from my side of town on up. People think it goes to Watson. Starts at the bottoms first. That's why the jazz festival is down there. Like Forty First Essential, uh, it's a documentary. Yeah, you me. I didn't yeah
1: that. for real. <laughs> I thought it was Lemert, Lemert, Lemert.
0: Nah, like Forty First Essential. It's a documentary about it. Like it's where the first Black Panthers were. So that's my area. That's my neighborhood. 42nd and Central, we got these apartments called the Dunbar Apartments, and that's where only black people were allowed to be at, you know what I mean, so oh, that's wow. where they played jazz at and everything, that's where they stayed, if I'm not mistaken, like I said, Billie Holiday, she was there, that's where they stayed, that's the only place they can go, that's where they, you know, they had fun at, and right. it's still right there, so my side of town is very monumental, especially with the Black Panther Party and being the first chapter in Los Angeles on 41st and Central, so, it's a lot of... Uh, You're going to
1: have me in my books tonight. No, no, nah, nah, watch the documentary. Because yeah. I swear, I thought LaMur was the Mecca.
0: Like, I really nah, did. Black people migrated over there.
1: Okay. So where did your name K-Boy come from? Eastside
0: K-Boy. Oh, that's... It's simple. That's not... It's not my gang name. My real name is Ken. So my granny, you know what I mean? God bless her soul, rest her soul. My name is Ken. My full name is Kenny. You so know. they called me Kenny. So it was just Kenny Boy. That's my nickname, but I'm too old to be getting called Kenny
1: Boy. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I
0: just I just dropped it and just left the K and it's
1: just K Boy. I'm glad you. And said I'm from the east
0: side. That. It's very simple. Yeah, that yeah. part
1: was honestly yeah. thought. Of course, you're from the east side, and that probably would have been your your game name. But I'm glad you you touch bases nah. on that. When when did you start rapping?
0: I started rapping. When I was like 13. Uh, my mother's younger brother named Ray Ray, uh, that was my uncle. He was killed. Okay. But uh, he the one who taught me how to rap, how to structure bars and everything. And uh, the night he was killed, the next day I don't know who he was supposed to meet. I think my mom said like Warren G, like he was supposed to be like inside someone of them. So when I lost him, I went crazy. And uh, but I knew music was in me, so I just took everything that he gave me. So 13, that's when I started rapping. But professionally, mm-hmm. 18, that's when I made glasses.
1: Mmm, one of the hardest. Rappers, let me give you your flowers. I love last small. And you was actually the first artist signed to the Blue. yeah, okay, yeah. When who inspired you to rap?
0: It was really my uncle, my really. Uncle yeah, it was my uncle that passed away. Like, yeah, he inspired me to rap. Like, I was good at sports, like, I played basketball and football. I was way better at football, but he really inspired me. You know, what I mean, but if you're talking about famous people, yes, of course, it's Snoop Dogg. Uh, Ice Cube, uh, who else was dope? Corrupt is my favorite rapper. love the dog out but Corrupt is my favorite rapper. Uh, Jay-Z, 50, uh, if I ever get a chance to meet 50, he'd probably be mad at me, but I like Ja Rule. I thought I was from the gym. <laughs> I
1: thought
0: I was from Murray. <laughs> Cash Money was my niggas, I thought I was a hot boy. Yeah, I mean, everybody did, yeah.
1: everybody
0: from the city thought that. Yeah, like, uh, of course, Tupac, Biggie was dope uh yeah don't dope, dope. a lot of people inspire me man but i'm like a a gangster r&b type nigga so i i, I, I listen to the you know they may hang me for this but r kelly is dope yes so, he is yeah i mean he dope as hell i listen to all r&b like silk yeah i mean jodeci Boys to men, I'm like an R&B type man. So, like I don't really listen to rap like that. Like especially like after eight o'clock, <laughs> I rap, man. I don't really listen to rap. You know, I do really listen to rap like that. I'm an R&B type. So, nigga. so no. when
1: you, so when K boy is in his car by himself, what what music are you? Oh nigga, I'm on? sly nigga. Like there's a beat <laughs> in my bedroom. Girl, girl. Okay. Yeah, man. Yeah. Okay, so when say I hop in your car, what,
0: what, what songs, do you, what music would you play? What genre of music would you play? I mean, I would ask you what you like. First of all, since I'm me, I will probably throw in my shit. <laughs> first. <laughs> and, if, and if you never heard of me, i am like, is this nigga hard to play? That nigga is hard. Yeah, that's me, though, by the way. You feel me? So I'm, I'm going to play me first. But other than that, like, you know, I get in trouble of it. I love my girl. She love me, but you know she know that I'm a flirt. So if, I, if, hypothetically speaking, uh-huh. if it was a woman in my shit, I gotta play more B. No, look, that's look. what I tell dudes anyway, cause this is a real, this is a real yeah. podcast, like mm-hmm. nigga. If I pull up banging Trey songs uh-huh. and you pull up playing YG, and that's the little bro, more than likely it's, it's gonna be a certain demographic of a woman that we going cater to them. oh true sure. so you gonna cater to the ratchet bitches that's mm-hmm. gonna be wanna twerk and shit and all that. I'm gonna attract the woman. Yeah oh, that got crazy. a bald ass nine to five she probably a nurse a
1: mm-hmm.
0: single mother taking care of her kids. She cook at night mm-hmm. and all mm-hmm. that. You got the bitch that's gonna twerk <laughs> she got four baby daddies. It's a lot of drama. You might get set up. Right, yeah. right. You feel me? So I tell niggas man I I rather attract that type of energy of a woman, so I'll be banging some snow shit. Like I said, past 8 o'clock, bro, I'm not banging no rap unless I'm listening to myself uh, and I came from the studio. But other than that, I'm not listening to rap.
1: Where do you see yourself musically in five years? I feel like I should be impactful
0: and a big artist. I just wanna be legendary. I just wanna put my mark in this music shit. In five years, I should be real big. And everybody that fuck on my movement and my music should be like, he finally got his just doing yeah. mm-hmm. So I really feel like I should be on top and really making a difference. I really just want to show my community that you, we can make it, you know what I mean? Yes. I'm just trying to do the same thing that my friend Nick did, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's really, I just want to just make a mark.
1: And you are, and you will. You, call,
0: your, uh, you, go. you call yourself a uh, death row baby. What's your favorite death row album that came out? It gotta be, you know what's so funny? A lot of these records wasn't on death row that we think was on death row, mm-hmm. but a real death row album it has to be uh it gotta be doggy style. I'm a fan of the Dogfather. They said the album flopped. But I love the Dogfather. <laughs> like but okay. <laughs> I love the Dogfather. You can't go wrong with all eyes on me. Yeah, that's a classic. And uh, the the above the Rim soundtrack. That's where a lot of big records came from.
1: Uh, Has
0: this pandemic slowed you down or made you go harder? This pandemic really made me sit back and reevaluate myself, and uh, really get a lot of things together, put okay. a lot of things in perspective. So I think it was the best thing for me because it gave me time to sit the fuck down and focus on my focus. Like if anybody know me, I've been a very inconsistent artist my whole career. Like I get popping, mm-hmm. then I stop, then I get popping, then I stop. Like I've really been focused and I have, I know I have the momentum right now at this moment. I'm not stopping the foot on the gas and I ain't letting up. What made you stop? I mean, a lot of personal reasons, just, okay. just life. Like I, I went through a lot, okay. you know what I mean? I still go through things right now, let everybody know. Like I'm just, I'm just a red nigga from the east side that's just chasing his dream. You know what I mean? I was gonna fuck up. if I had a hundred million dollars, I'm still gonna be the same way. I'm not gonna be in the same area, but I'm gonna still be the same nigga. Of course.
1: And Do you feel The blue check behind your name is affecting. Do you feel like haters come behind that? Like he think he all that he
0: got blue check. Haters come behind anything, any level of success. It can be from the smallest thing, from you getting a new car. It don't even have to be a fucking Benz. You can go get a 2020 Honda Accord right now off the lot and pull up, and you gonna be hatred for whatever reason. Yeah, it's true. I don't know. Somebody just mad because they wasn't able to drive off the lot like you. I really don't really I think the blue check Is a gift and a curse Why? Because It's a gift because It's funny because People respond to me quicker now
1: Yeah That's like the blue check
0: (laughs) They respond quicker Uh, The misconception of the blue check Is a lot of people think I've made it Like Nah it's just I'm just verified That's all I mean I'm doing music Y'all see the work I'm just (laughs) verified And then on the flip side You know what I mean It just It just I don't know man just comes with a lot of bullshit. Like how you said with that, like, oh, this nigga think he got it, or you get the questions like, hey, so how much do it cost? Like, oh, so that's what you think? Mm-hmm. You think that I'm gonna sell my soul for a blue check? Mm-hmm. Like, realistically? Mm-hmm. Like, come on, my nigga, I'm not gonna pay for anything. If that's the case, I should've paid for a blue check, followers, views, Everybody has bugs. a blue check. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah. it's not like that. Yeah. But it's it's a cool thing, though. Like, I mean, it can. It holds a little leverage that I see, you know what I mean? It holds a little leverage. Tell the- Oh, i In 2008, you shot a video called Bang On. Was that your first video you ever shot? Huh? In 2008,
1: you shot a video called Bang On. Was Ooh. that your first video you ever shot? Nah, y'all did y'all research. That this is a different type of podcast. Yeah. This is a different type of
0: that podcast. That shit's so old. <laughs> nah, you know what? I think the first video I shot was Crip, nigga. That was okay. Was you, like, can, you can yeah. see you can see the whole uh you could tell by the um, the quality of everything was fucked up. Yeah. Yeah it was fucked up. <laughs> I think we did that with like my auntie camera in the house. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, it was fucked up. Tell us about the brand Yellow Rose and also what you have on now, Blue Rose. Blue Rose
0: and Yellow Rose. Blue Rose, right? Mm-hmm. The color blue is light everything that embodies me what i was saying earlier like the integrity um, the dignity the respect it's so blue means if you look it up uh, i think blue rose i had this idea in my head for a long time i actually got a song about blue rose with jim Malone and my own boy jl okay. uh, but i just think of blue rose because blue roses technically don't exist you know they change the pigmentation on these roses they don't grow they don't grow, but it's rare, right? You barely see it. Okay. It's rare, so I feel like I'm a rare breed. So that's why I named it blue rose, like I'm different. You know what I mean, I always told myself that uh, I don't I don't never want to fit in, I wanna stand out. I know blue rose will to stand out. Cause you used to see it, red roses and white roses. But then when it come to yellow rose, you know, that's my partner in crime. Your queen. Yeah, you feel me, the queen, <laughs> the lady I had these beautiful children with. My ride or die, the one that drives me insane, and I drive her insane. (laughs) You feel me? Her favorite color is yellow. And uh, she's crazy, but she's such a sweetheart. You feel me? (laughs) So you know, yellow really defines like friendship and love as well. Like roses, period, defines love. So that's why we came up with the whole rose thing. And roses are forever. Anybody can identify with a rose from a from a baby to an old person. You feel me? So, but. That was really her passion, really, you know what I mean? Like the clothing industry, mm-hmm. that's what she really wanted to do. So I said, if I started and help her, you know what I mean? I could just help her start and just jumpstart it for her. She really, she been taking it, she been taking it real seriously. Like I, I stopped, cause I'm so focused on the music. I'm gonna get back, I'm gonna relaunch it, but yeah, they be going crazy with Yellow Rose. So, and I just feel like, man, it's just dope. Like, it's, 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 a, it's not just for black people, but this is us, though. Yeah. Yeah, you feel me? It's a black brand. We need more of that.
1: And I'm glad that you broke it. Blue uh, blue Rose down because, honestly, I'm not going to lie, I thought it was, like, game shit. But once you broke that shit no, down... No, for sure. Everybody think that. Yeah. You probably got, like, a little bit to do with it. Yeah. yeah, but, uh, but you... <laughs> I know, I'm
0: fine Because it's blue. Yeah. That's why I'm saying the <laughs> misconception, man. Like, nah, man. That's why I like doing these interviews so you can really know me. Yeah. You know? What
1: made you spell it B-L-E-U, though?
0: Oh realistically because everything's spelled correctly that way and okay. I just thought it was different.
1: Okay. I could have
0: spelled to B L U without mm-hmm. it, but the with the E the E it just looked R. Okay. You know I like E's on me, so We're gonna get the clothesline line at? Right now the websites are both being like built built as we speak but Instagram it's official Blue Rose. But hers, like I'm really pushing her. Hers is underscore official yellow rose okay. on Instagram. Just go, man! Check it out. She got some new shit. She actually having a
1: uh, a one year
0: anniversary this okay. weekend. So y'all more than invite, y'all more than welcome to come.
1: Okay, uh, you, you, you see them. that? Okay, I'm gonna get him in the DM. Yeah, Hopefully, yeah. you. Your no, we No,
0: we got a number. Oh, we <laughs>
1: got a <the> number. We'll be there. So yeah. where where can where can um you said the the launch? You guys don't do like. Pulling up to your to your crib type shit. Yeah, but I I gotta
0: stop doing that. Yeah. Cause I'm kind of somebody. I don't yeah. feel
1: like I you have. You gotta do check
0: down. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a lot of people fuck with me, and I don't have any type of enemies like that. But you know you still gotta just be cautious and move yeah, around. We no, still in the, you know the mm-hmm. city of danger. Yeah. Say. yeah.
1: With fame comes love, and I see you have a song with Davies called Crib Street. Yeah. Um, one of the kings of the West, the game bring you out to one of his shows. Yeah. He sat down with one of my idols, Dame Dash. Yeah. But like I said, with love comes hate. What do you have to say to your haters? I appreciate y'all. Ooh, humble.
0: Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm such in a different space. With my energy, I'm protecting my energy. Ooh. You feel me? So I used to take everything personal. It's not personal, it's always been it, baby. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they can hate. A person that hate or angry with somebody and you really don't know me, even if you think you know me, you really got a problem with yourself. Something's going on with you internally and you got to fix that. I can't help you out. You got to fix that. So, but at the end of the day, I'm just like, man, we'll keep on hating because your hating is making me still catapult to a level that I that I need to be. Cause you hating no on me, you telling that person that I did this, you telling that person you don't like that, you telling that person. That's making all them people mm-hmm. say, well, let me go research and go look at what this nigga. did. then when they see it, they like, man, something wrong with you, man. That nigga straight. Mm-hmm.
1: How was it talking to my idol, Dame Dash?
0: Dame Dash gave me some game, man. Like I could tell that the music turns him off, hip hop. Whatever personal things he got going on yeah. with, with rap music, that mm-hmm. turned him off. But he gave me some game, man. He just gave me a lot of game with just being a black man mm-hmm. in this fucked up society, in this mm-hmm. cutthroat business. And then you know he gave me he gave me some game that I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna take heed to. I ain't gonna say anything. I'm gonna just go on and listen to him, and the, yeah. God willing, he, he cracking then y'all gonna see it. Oh, okay. Speaking of legends, when you met Dogg, he gave you some game. He told you to um, take the cave from the. I'm sure you're about the and I did that and run with it, and you
1: did
0: it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was dope. So when I met him through my childhood friend, Rince for fifteen hundred to nothing. Mm-hmm. That was the uh, initial introduction for me meeting Snoop Dogg. But at that moment some time, i was like doing no rapper shit. I didn't tell him I'm or anything. I just told him that's my name. So by the time when y'all see that video, I'm walking out mm-hmm. the studio. That's what I told him. Like you know, I do music, and that's when he started giving me the game. Okay. So when he did that, so recently East came in town okay. for a whole week last week. We was rocking in the studio. We was at the compound, we was at Snoop Studio. Okay. So when, when Uncle walked in, I tell him, like, I don't know if you remember me, if you do, check this out. Mm-hmm. You had gave me some game, look what I did. So I showed the logo. He like, yeah, that's right, nephew. That's what I'm talking about. He like, yeah, cuz
1: that's what I'm talking <laughs> about. Yeah, man, I love
0: when young niggas take old niggas
1: advice, cuz. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: like, in my, in my head, you know, I'm still keeping my yeah. gangsterism and my coolness, uh, but in my head, I'm like, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, you
1: like um, You also was in Dave Dash's studio on a show called Hillin' is Gangster with Taj. Yeah. How was the experience? How was that
0: experience? Uh, one of the producers that just walked past, that's day one. Oh, okay. So, you know what I mean? He's like a legendary West Coast yeah. producer. Him and Taj are close friends, so I've been knowing them for a long time, so for Taj to be a, a, a therapist now mm-hmm. and being on that show, doing that podcast, that was dope to really talk about what we need to do to heal as people. It's dope, that's why he said healing is gangster. So I, I like that, man, shout out to Tajay, like, yeah. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah. I mean, it, and we did that in Dame, uh, Dame Dash Studios, yeah. and that's how I got the introduction with Dame Dash. Like, and that's what I'm saying, Dame is really like, I don't care what nobody say, he's like a real genuine dude. He's really about our people, and he don't want us to get fucked how we've been getting fucked. So that's why I don't like him, because he tells the truth, and and I, and I can see that. But man, he had a busy schedule. He sat out only for 45 minutes and was late to where he had to go. So I appreciate that. Oh. Yeah, I got to I actually, um, I have David Jacksonville to happen, so I'm waiting for that to drop on the app. Yeah, Please that's, that's, that's going to be a cold interview. Yeah.
1: How important it is to shed light in our community when it comes to mental health?
0: We have to because you never really know what somebody is going through, going through, right? Like, mm-hmm. So, uh, just in the time that we're going through right now, I'm bad at this and I'm trying to get better too. Like, pick up the phone or even a simple text, like, check on your loved ones. Mm-hmm. You know? Because they going through some shit that you may not know about or you may not understand or you would never understand. But just those simple calls or text messages and telling them everything gonna be straight or just checking on them, I think that can help with their mental health. Like the homegirl, Apple Watch, like just recently, like she just had posted what I told her in her DM. I seen she was going through a lot. I've been knowing her for a long time, probably now 2008. And I just left her a a voice message like, look, you gonna always have haters. You feel me? People are not going to like you for whatever reason. Same thing I just said earlier. Mm-hmm. But you cannot focus on that. You can't go on that. Like, you have made it on one of the biggest platforms ever, the television, mm-hmm. VH1. Stop letting these people trick you out your spot. Like, you have to protect your energy. So when I told her that, I didn't know she was probably going through something else. She said she needed that. So I felt like I'm doing what I'm supposed That's to do. Dope. Like, this is this is what I'm here for. Yeah. Like, I'm not here to be Eastside K Boy from 4A Gangster crib. That's not my call i'm from where i'm from but i know that's not my calling you feel me so i'm here like wouldn't it say the uh the highest human act is to inspire yeah like i know Mm -hmm. i'm here to inspire somebody because a lot of people inspire me so you just got to check on it. going back to that question like i just feel like those several things can help somebody's
1: mental health because you never know what somebody's going through. agree um you have a song called 1993 produced by them joints how did you link up with them joints
0: them joints, look, I'm blessed to have a lot of connections and a lot of friends.
1: Yes, connections.
0: yes you, do. you do. And a lot of friends in the industry that really deal with me and want to see me blow. Okay. So them joints been dealing with me since I've been young, since I've been dealing with G Malone in the Blue Division days. Man, um, he just sent it to me and he said, I want to see what you're going to do with it. Just the, the texture of the record, they knew it was going to be gangster because it's a Jenna juice sample. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when I flipped the hook and did a melodic, he called me instantly. Like, that's what the fuck I'm talking about, okay boy. So to make him happy by being on his production it's dope and it's a blessing. And you know he's over there with Dr. Dre. He's out of town right now. Shout out to Dim Joints. He's fucking with Ye, with Kanye right now. So okay. whatever Ye doing in this in the stadium, Dim Joints is right there with him. So. Ooh, working on Donna album.
1: Ooh, okay. Yeah, and
0: you know Dim Joints was the one that, that brought out the young man. I forgot his name. I apologize, the young man that did that, I just wanna live right record. When Ooh. everything was going on with George Floyd, that oh, was going yeah. In yeah, it went viral on the internet. Oh, yeah, George signed him and he got a deal with him. So, man, yeah, it's just dope. It's just dope being around dope people. That's all yeah. I can say, man.
1: Who's your top three rappers of all time and why?
0: Man, corrupt. It's not in order, though. Yeah. I think you gave me three, it's going to be hard, but corrupt for
1: sure. Snoop Dogg is
0: bigger than rap.
1: Yes. He's like one of the gods. Yeah. We all know. Everybody knows. I don't even want to put him on there, yeah. because yeah. he's like bigger than rap.
0: because everybody knows Snoop Dogg. Your great-great-grandma knows Snoop Dog. Yeah. He's and so <laughs> corrupt is a dope lyricist he slept on. He's been, yes. He's been dope since the dog pal days, since he officially came out of here from Philadelphia and put the West Coast on his shoulders and said I gonna be a part of this LA culture. The streets of the Mother is one of my favorite That's albums. one of my favorite yeah. albums. Streets of the Motherfuckers, dope. Uh, Space Odyssey is dope. Yeah. Uh, Corruption is dope. We got the mm-hmm. fame, you know. Got the legendary Crip Walk song on there. Freaking. Yeah, like we it. can freak it and all that. Um, I would say Fifty. The reason why I would say Fifty is because how he just he did everything his way. He came in with the How to Rob. He reinvented the mixtape scene, so he made it possible for niggas to rap over other niggas' beats mm-hmm. and get deals and be seen and be heard and showing that. If I had that particular beat, this is what I would've done to the song. So that was dope. So I like 50 for that reason. You know what I mean? And uh, damn, my third one, it would probably have to be, it would probably have to be, see it's hard to do three. Man, it probably have to be Pac and Jay. And I'm not good. It'll probably be, be Pac, J, and Big all in one if they was just like one person. <laughs> because they all brought something to the game, dope. like Pac was so passionate. You know he was a born leader like the podcast he was a huh. born leader he was an activist uh he had the wild side but he gave you everything man he, he could say um nigga i can hit him up and in the same breath he could tell you why brenda had a baby yeah and in the same breath he can tell all these women out here to keep your head up oh so that's yeah. why i fuck with pop biggie was just like he was just charismatic and smooth like to be a big nigga, like uh-huh. he knew he was ugly as a motherfucker, <laughs> but it didn't stop him from wearing the latest and the greatest fly shit. Yeah. And he was talking that shit, and he, his lyricism was dope. And Jay, man, this is like, all oh, us' just something about Jay on the mic, like Jay crazy. Even yes. way, like with his business savvy and everything that he brings to the table with business, but Jay just dope, man. it seems like he get better and better with time. The older he get, the dope he get to me. Said, like, I dope. agree.
1: He's he's my favorite rapper. Second favorite, not first. Um, who's your favorite producer you like to work with, and why? That I haven't worked with? No, that you like to work with?
0: Oh, uh, me and Day One got some shit going. I fuck with Day One every day. Okay. That's my guy. Them joints we talk about. That's my guy. Okay. It's two dudes that are so dope. Name JFK. In the real C style, but together they call them the Eastside Boys. They do a lot of blast shit. So when you hear that blast sound, yeah. that's them. Okay. Oh okay. And them niggas are dope. I fuck with them. they from LA. My LA. yeah, them niggas dope. Y'all gotta look them yeah, up. Yeah, we like. most definitely look. It's new. That new six tape, yeah. They got like three on there. Okay. They do a lot oh, of I shit. Oh, they do. But they actually hands on on everything with that sound, the blast, the mm-hmm. beat on mm-hmm. time sound. That's really them. That's why oh, like they wow. hands on like. Uh-huh. I fuck with them tough. Uh-huh. Who else I fuck with man? That's dope out here. Uh-huh a Cat from Fresno named Draft, he's hard. Uh, Dr. Dre's nephew named Keon. Okay, that nigga hard, he be around his uncle all the time. Like, Keon is hard, he just gave me some shit the other day. He's super dope. Uh, I don't want to miss nobody out, I don't want to leave nobody out. Rather, uh, damn, who else I work with? Them are just my everyday, okay, my everyday, my my, my go to. Uh, oh, uh, 1500 boy, he's the 1500. But he's Brant's nephew. His name is Fifteen Hundred Boy. He actually did the handcuffs song for Super G. Oh yeah! Like he dope. He gave me a lot of shit. Um, Fifteen Hundred. That's that's of course that's family. That like Mars and all of that yeah. funny. Yeah. Mikey Keys is ridiculous. I was just with them. I fucked with them. Them is like. Them is no brainers though. Them is niggas who did uh, Nipsey whole lot of them. Yeah. yeah. That, like, mm-hmm. Them is dope, great veterans. But yeah, them is the ones I, I deal with on a, uh, on a daily basis though. Okay.
1: You have a joint album with, ooh, I'm bad with names. Correct me if I'm wrong. J. Hill. Yeah, J. Bell, that's my that's my childhood friend. Yeah. Okay. Um. Blue Valentine. That, yeah, that you dropped in 2019 called Blue Valentine. How did you link with J. Dell? High school. We been friends since high school.
0: Okay. Yeah, but, uh, he was always a singing ass <laughs> nigga, and I just felt like we needed to do something so people could see the true side of me. Of like, I love R&B music, mm-hmm. and let rap to the ladies real quick. So who better to do it than my childhood friend that sings all the time. And it's actually a dope record. I want to redo the records and re-put them out. And I think the, you should. In all the production, I can't believe it, I forgot him. All the production is done by Amplified. Okay. He's out of Arizona. You would think he's like a baby battle cat. Oh, OK. The dope thing about it,
1: because I love everybody. Mm-hmm. But he's white. Really? <laughs> Look, when you said Arizona. <laughs> Arizona, my second home, but I was like, he got it. no, but he's white. If <laughs> <laughs> you
0: listen to the music, it sound like battle cat did everything. Right. It was amplified. You have a song called Malcolm X featuring Kendrick Lamorne. How did you go with them? Morning? When I came up with them. That was my class, man. they was my, my brothers, the TDE. So, uh, I was shot in 2010. When I started walking again and getting back to music, that's the first person I, I reached out to, or well, they rather, they reached out to me to make sure that I was straight. And we did the song. At that time, uh, it's on Spotify, I mean the DSPs, they didn't exist mm-hmm. So right now, it's like, it's out again because it's like new to the world. Okay. So, you know what I mean? It resurfaced somehow, so it ended up being on Spotify and all that, but yeah, I came up with Kendrick, schoolboy, J-Rock, oh. top, I love them. Like, you feel me, Absol. like the little niggas, I don't know, but the core, uh-huh. the, beginning, yeah, the beginning, the four, yeah. even Ali, Punch, them as my guys.
1: If you can if you can challenge anyone to a quick to walk
0: challenge, who would it be? Yeah, nigga. <laughs> OT, what's up? Oh, I was
1: going you would say that. See, I
0: told you. <laughs> OT, my nigga, right? Yeah. OT, dope. My nigga Floss from Six O's, though. OK. You feel me? Uh, my nigga Yak from Compton. Oh, yeah. Yak got a, a cold walk. Yeah, yeah. Yak yeah, got right. a cold walk. Ain't too many niggas can fuck with all of us, though. You feel me? Okay. But everybody want to see that challenge, though. You I, do, I told you like that, Everybody want to see it. Yours is more old school like Doug's kid. His is more like the fancy, like the new vibe one. I yeah, it's know. all good. Niggas can't fuck with me. Me personally, I'll I, <laughs> me, me say you will win. Yeah, 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 nigga. yeah, O.T., so if you listen to me, you watch it, nigga. Because I see you. I am
1: uh, like O.T., I no, mean, no, 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 because I
0: see you in the middle. Of you, I knew you was in New York, but I don't know if you was in Harlem. I and was you in Harlem. Yeah, you was bridge, walking, and they Across walk. the street from the Rucker Park. Yeah,
1: yeah <laughs> nigga. What's up? You was about to stop, and they're like, nah, keep going, keep yeah, going. Yeah. Like,
0: nah, <laughs> not are my niggas though. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: If you was to do a versus with any local rapper in the city, who would it be? Versus, right now? And that's a good question. Yeah, I'm going to wait,
0: too. First time <laughs> i wouldn't even know. Who to, I wouldn't even know who to do something
1: with. Damn. You know 100 people. I know,
0: but I'm just saying, like, who would I that's do? That's a good Oh, yeah, that is a uh, good question. But we'll have to come back to that. motherfucker yeah. versus right now. It would have to be somebody who I feel as an underdog like me and that slept on. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I gotta get I'm going to tell you to who I would like Yeah. Who would you like to be, be, not, be. not a battle, but who I would like for y'all to do, like a joint album. I think you and Roddy Rose have a good time. But that's my nigga, Roddy, yeah, that's what I'm I think. I think would. y'all have a, a If it's not an album, it could
1: be like a single or something. Yeah,
0: that's Sing, what I think I, I think West Coast needs that. Really yeah.
1: Um, if you could do a, a verses with a major artist, anybody you want, who would it be?
0: I wouldn't even say that right now, man. I'm not on a niggas' level. You see what Jada did to the niggas last night?
1: Oh my <laughs> God! And I was going for Dipset. Shit,
0: crazy, too crazy. That Jada, that was an easy dub. No, but look, I'ma be honest. I told everybody
1: I was going for Dipset oh, wow. because no, look, okay, I'm only that.
0: because they had the the more and the most commercial yeah. singles that we knew. True. But when that nigga Jada single-handedly Serve them niggas and let me know like it's levels to this shit. Yeah. So, what? that you had all them singles, nigga, he let you know what an MC was. He controlled the crowd, yeah. nigga, that nigga, and so all you rappers out there, because I even got to learn this shit too, you better get your breathing right, you better go to the gym, you better be in shape, and we got to stop rapping over the lyrics because that nigga put on a hell of a show. Yeah. You feel me? So, if you don't feel like you know all your words, because rappers got millions of songs, so you don't remember all your songs is kind of crazy, she told me. But, Nigga, if you don't, you better know what songs that you gonna perform, and you better practice them motherfuckers because yeah. I always forget my words. <laughs> so you better practice them motherfuckers. He let me know that nigga. That's the reason why they call shit rehearsal. You gotta rehearse. Yeah. It. That nigga gave a show yesterday. That was one of the best verses ever. He was clowning niggas and actually. he was cracking up yeah. here, man. So yeah, I'm not doing no verse with nobody yet just, I get cracking. <laughs> this <is what> <laughs> this
1: okay, uh, I just want you to remember. I'm going back to that question. All right, <clears throat> name three places you would suggest. Out of towners to go. One, give me a good place to eat.
0: For sure. The second one, a, a club spot. And the
1: third place to shop. give
0: you two spots. Okay. everybody gonna say go to Roscoe's when you're from out of town. Yeah. But then I'm gonna tell you to come to the east side and go to Taco Mama. Thank for- you. Hey! 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 We
1: go there.
0: Yeah. burrito. Get, get <laughs> you a beef, rice, and cheese burrito, and taco on Vernon and Hooper, and tell them K Boy sent you. you <laughs> we gonna get a discount because
1: I'm gonna start going. they
0: going this, not, because they don't even give me one. <laughs> but, uh, you said where the, the shop? Uh,
1: food place
0: you gave me, a club spot, and a place to shop. Oh, a club spot? Right now, I don't know what's the name of the club, but it's called LA Function. That's where I was when the game brought me out. Oh, okay. So, y'all need to fuck with the Supreme Team, Hidden Soul, shit like that. The niggas get cracking in, in Marquise. Like, Marquis Keith like, yeah, they, they throw dope shit. Okay. And my nigga Marcus, like, they, they throw dope shit. So, them promoters, I don't know the name, because, you know, the pandemic shut down in Hollywood, they changed or renamed everything. But, yeah. but that particular function is called the LA Function. Okay. You see, that shit was cracking. It was. It is.
1: Yeah. And uh, you said, you said a club, okay. You said shop?
0: Shop, yeah. Uh, I'm going to tell you, you, go to the Beverly center. That's where everything is at if you want to shop. But... On some personal shit, to get my friends kudos, you gotta go to Hidden Soul. Okay. You need to shop Yellow Rose, of course. I was waiting, that's why yeah. I had my hands, I was waiting. Is, you better <laughs> shop Look, Yellow Rose. Gotta, um, my niggas uh, grind till we get rich, they on Florence Normandy. I hate giving shout out bro, because you forget people and they be like, Why are you say saying Then you got all my shit, So <laughs> Yeah, man, so to keep it like here, keep it playing like here, Go to the Berry Center and go to the Fox Hill Mall. And if you want to see culture, go to the
1: Slauson. Oh, yeah, that was the second place, Slauson. You have a song called Cypher.
0: Oh, most definitely, yeah, yeah you're right. So I'm glad they was on my live. My nigga 211 got a song called Level Up. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout yeah. out to
1: 211. I'm a
0: little bag over there, so yeah, go to Level Up. <laughs> little bag? You tell that nigga. Yes, yeah, it yeah. so yeah, call me gonna a discount over there, nigga.
1: You tell
0: that nigga I six. I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have a, a song called Cipher with Dave East. Damn hey, man, I right, look, I right. hate. See, that's why I only live. My niggas, I need all mine. They got a stroke bass photo line called, I need all mine. Okay. And they got a store downtown. Downtown. So you gotta go downtown. I, go need I need all mine. I need all
1: mine. Okay. So, sure. yeah. Okay. You have a song called Cypher with Dave East, TF, Check me, I'm bad with names, Lil, Ca- Lil, Lil Cotty, Lil Cotty, Crutch uh-huh. Calhoun. Yep. Yeah. So, when you make songs with other rappers in your mind, do you feel like I'm about to be the hardest one on this verse? I'm coming in here speak. The so, so, let
0: me, so let me give y'all a spill about how me and Dave is close anyway and we're gonna get to that song okay. gotta so, okay So um uh, a lot of people don't like want to respect people when they not Christian out here. I respect bro. Okay. Yeah, I mean he's from 30 crib. Yeah. He's from New York. Mm-hmm. But he deals with the 30s that's from Los Angeles. So my hood in the 30s out here, we get along. Okay. We like this we click. Our click together is called 430. So my homegirl, red. Big Red, a.k.a. Crippy Longsiders. She do worldwide crippling. She go everywhere okay. and put this 30 Crip shit on as a female, she go everywhere. So she knew Dave before anybody. Oh. So she brought me to him and my homeboy Drew from 30s. Both of them had a major part in hooking me up with Dave B. So like I told you, I don't like to do rapper shit. Okay. So they invited me, Red invited me to the studio about like four times. I never made it of personal reasons. Okay. So then when Drew invited me to the studio, everybody was there. He was there. First day, I just go, I just chill. I don't say nothing. I just introduce myself. They like just the homie. I don't like doing rapper shit because everybody be like, yeah, I rap. You want to check me out? Yeah. Show? And that shit cool, bro. I want a vibe. I want it to be organic. Second day I came, Jake's gonna up to the studio. They playing their records they had together. So the homie Drew go, and they K-Boy plugged up his eye. I got a song called Really Out Here. That's really Joe Moses' song, but I redid it. Okay. When I played that, nigga, Dave went crazy. I still got the reaction on my phone. Oh, I got the reaction video from when he turned around and went crazy. From that day on, we've been locked in. Wow. That, the next day after that, invited me to the studio. He was doing a verse. He got up and was like, can you fuck with that? like, yeah, boom, history was in the making. Like, we got like six records. So yeah. So Do you see yourself
1: doing an EP with, with that? That that might be, that might be, you know. So look,
0: so fast forward to me flying to New York, supposed to shoot. One of the videos that we did out here, we end up doing Crip Street in New York. Um, Nigga, the record and everything. And my boys, the Eastside boys, JFK, and the real Seaside was telling you that dude last year, they uh-huh. end up doing that record. They did that record. Oh wow. So they sent that to me. I played that. So we all the same as far as rappers when it comes from bi-coastal shit. They wanna rap over West Coast shit, we wanna rap over East Coast shit. That's so great. when I played that, he went bananas. He did that and was like, nigga, let's shoot that video. <laughs> so after we did that, these are my manager Pooh, right? That's G Malone, older brother. Shout out to Pooh. Okay. So Pooh go hey, you really need that beast you on know, like a freestyle record and go crazy. But I'm like, all right. But at this time, my niggas in New York, too. Locati in New York, oh. T.F. called me like, hey, nigga, I'm in New York, so we all pull up to the studio. Uh, and, and Crush Calhoun, that's, that's Dave's homeboys from New York. They're from the same neighborhood. Okay. That's my nigga's Crush, shout out to Crush. So we all in there. Everybody tell me I'm the only one that you know, can get underneath Dave to make him rap. You know when you're a big artist, man, you invite a lot of people to the studio, you play your records all the time. That's cool. I don't mind none of that. But I'm like, man, I'm, you don't need some So, I tap him like, what's up, cuz? He's like, what? I'm like, nigga, put on a beat. I'm like, all these rappers in here, you niggas don't want to get smoked on nothing, nigga. He's like, what? He's like, put a beat on. Well, my manager, Pooh, already had the jail, jail felony shit. Oh, yeah. okay. and what you gonna do? So as soon that shit came on, Dave walked in the booth first. I'm like, nah, you cheating? He's like nah, nigga. So that's why when you hear it, be like, let's talk, nigga. That's why you the rap like that. So okay. man it's it's a it's a it's a competitive atmosphere but it's a brother it's a it's a brotherhood when we in the studio man and, okay. you know I fuck with that nigga and you know my nigga from spasm little cotty though, I don't know who Lil cotty is it's when Nip was alive Yeah that was his audience and, Yeah and you remember like on Mailbox Money mm-hmm. the Interlude he was like can I rap for yes, you now uh, that's Lil' yeah and TF that's my nigga out the 50s man he from trouble like him and schoolboy Q come from the same area and shit okay. He was um what song what Big Song School Where was his, Tookie Nose, I think it's Tookie Nose part 2. Okay. Yeah, T.F. and my nigga Traffic out in the 50s. They was on the song with Schoolboy Q. So that's when Traffic Traffic is dope as a motherfucker. And, and T.F., them nigga dope. So T.F., he did his shit on there. Like I said, he's from, he from out there. He's from, he from out there. That way with Dave. So it was cool. So and, and the record came out crazy. We were all gasping. Running. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think the West West
1: Coast influence a lot of these out of town artists, artists
0: to even rap and dress like us. Yeah, I think it go both ways. But you think so? I think go both ways. Look, 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 I'm look. I got a, I'm, I'm a nigga that's gonna get credible credit. Yeah, do. All this fly ass Gucci and Chanel and all that type of drip. All that shit is not from us, bro. Facts. Them, them niggas is fly. That's like the mecca of fashion out there, nigga. So them niggas fly. You know what I mean? The big jackets on and all that and doing all that type of shit. We wasn't. Everything we get, we get late. Ava Rex, Day. remember we was wearing Ava Rex? Yeah, all exactly. <laughs> oh, that shit comes from out there, bro. Okay. That niggas got the drip. Okay. Well, when it comes to, you know what I mean, being, I call us regular fresh, well, we don't need too much, white t-shirt, khakis on with some chucks, niggas some, niggas, some Levi's, and a fitted hat on nigga with some gold around right the neck, you feel me? Yeah, niggas wanna be like, cause they love the culture. A lot of niggas wear dickies. A lot of niggas is wearing Ben Davis. I'm like <laughs> nigga, yeah. No. Davis was before my time. How the fuck you niggas know how to tell? So we do influence them. The gangster the, the gangsterism and the gangster culture, of course. The gay bang culture, of course, they influenced by it. Everybody wanna be a crippling blood. They infatuated by it. And what I'm telling them you come out here, like man, that shit ain't it ain't really what it's cracked up to be. Then you gotta you gotta live by a certain code. Yeah. And if you niggas don't follow the rules of that protocol, my nigga, you like really doing it just pointless. I mean, you're doing it for no reason. And everybody get down differently. I can't go out. Like, they fuck with me in New York because I'm really from the soil out here. But I can't tell them niggas how to run their program, man. That's true. Man, I tried that shit in Flint, Michigan. I ain't going to never do that shit again. And we going to be honest in this interview. My nigga, yeah, nigga right. told me it was a long way from California. Oh, I had yeah. the respect I told a Vice store nigga, man, you got your, your flag in the wrong pocket. My nigga told me you must be from I'm like, hell yeah, nigga, I'm a crip in LA, nigga. Yeah, I'm some gangsters, nigga, what's happening? He's like, yeah, you a long way from Cali, though. Yeah, think about it, (laughs) like. Yeah, man, I'm like. nigga start walking up, I'm like, Right, man. Don't <laughs> keep your rear rag in your pocket. That's how y'all do it out here, motherfucker. That's how y'all do it out here. Man, you let them niggas run their own program, man. Just like I tell homies in this motherfucker right now, you let niggas run their own program how they gonna do it, man. These niggas is grown-ass men out here. You let niggas do what they gonna do, man. You don't change nobody's shit. I was featured on a TV show a Vice TV show with your homeboy. Oh that's my homeboy Tony Dope, yeah. Though, do you ever see yourself like doing a documentary of yourself? Yeah, like so I kind of like his was. Yeah, you just trying to just throw oh, out shit, man. Anyway, I'm
1: just trying to get answers out of me, man. Different type of podcast. You know what I'm saying? A lot of this shit, man. We <laughs> like, need a real nigga. We need yeah.
0: a real answer. I don't like the look. <laughs> I don't like the term real nigga, man. <laughs> oh look! Oh look! Shout out to my little homie Letlow in here. Look. Real nigga is really it's a mind thing. It's my perspective. Okay. You a real nigga. I'm a real nigga, right? I don't want to say I'm a real nigga, cause my version of real nigga may total opposite of your version of real nigga. So I just like to tell niggas that I'm solid. I'm a okay. solid individual. I make mistakes. I make bad choices. You feel me? I'm a human being. Yeah. But I'm solid. I'm a good dude. Sometimes I say I'm a good person in fucked up ways. I can look myself in the mirror and be fine with myself. I know my flaws. I know my strong points as well. So I'm gonna be solid because nigga, you may be like, nigga, this real nigga shit doing mess And I be like, nah, bro, like real nigga shit is, you know what I mean, taking care of your family, showing your kids a better way, man, and, and provide. You might be like, well, real nigga shit is, nigga, I'm finna go knock the ops off, nigga. and you go do that, I be like, yeah, that's cool if you in the field, but when you really look at it, it's like, are they really your ops? Like you go around the corner and go do something to a nigga you don't even know. Mm-hmm. And you know, I ain't been to the pen, you God willing. Me. But my niggas who been to my brother rest soul that pen, they say, nigga, they fuck with your so-called ops in there anyway. Mm-hmm. Be best friends in that motherfucker, man. Eat spreads, eat dinner, have your back before your own kind happens. So all that real nigga talk, I really like using that shit. I like using the term solid. Okay. Cause you can be solid and, get, and have flaws. Cause when you're a real nigga in the streets, you're supposed to do everything real. Like nothing you do is fake. Like you're supposed to just be like, just the realest <laughs> nigga on the earth. That man, then they're supposed to just be perfect. Like that's just my opinion, man. Y'all niggas can be real niggas all you i want, so I'm talk just a solid
1: ass nigga man. I'm solid. I like that. Solid. <laughs> uh, on Crypt Street, you say, and I quote, Blue Dodger 50 I'm not a rapper. <coughs> Blue Dodger fifty on uh, off niggas king. wait. Blue Dodger fitted th- on off niggas
0: get shit on. on.
1: You, you Marvin, young let's get it Mormon, on. Marvin
0: Gang, let's get let's it, get it on. on.
1: Two, three. I'm in the zone. And I like because you broke it down because I didn't know what that meant, but you broke it down. Four, three, zero. Four, three, yeah, zero. Yeah, I, like, East I like that you broke that it down. Scene, though, if I break, it's a kilo. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to do that to my, my favorite song, 93. Let's get right into it. Yeah. Like. <laughs> All right. On 93, he's saying, I quote, I get blue cheese, but I don't eat rats. <laughs> I heard the pussy trash. Tell that so she, she can keep that. that. <laughs> Where I'm from, I'm a known factor. Yeah. My gang notorious, great toe taggers. Yeah. Hit him with the K left his skull fracture.
0: I'ma hit the bitch first. You can you go, go after.
1: <laughs> 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 Oh shit, that's my shit. Okay, I'm a young Snoop Dogg. a young Snoop Dogg when he's stand dog he standing,
0: standing on, on the road. road. Rip man, no gang size up the coat. Pour the hop out to my young nigga, shoe. I got this shit cracking like 93.92. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I need you to elaborate
1: on the first one on Crip Street. For people that don't know.
0: Oh, the whole. Uh, that verse, as far as Blue Dog Fitted oh. on, op niggas get shitted on. Well, you know, I'm gonna stay. Look, I stay with a Blue Dog Fitted <laughs> on. Op niggas get shitted on. Most niggas think I'm talking about my direct enemies that don't get along with my game. But being an op, you could be anybody. You could be those. You could be a nigga hating on me. Yeah. You could be a motherfucker talking bad about me. You could be a nigga jealous of me. So that's why you get shitted on. Ooh. You know what I mean? Ooh, so, right. Blue Dog Fitted on, I stay with that. Op niggas get shitted on. Two, three, I'm in the what? Young Marvin, let's get it on. You know, that's that's, that's a bar right there. Yes. Marvin, let's get it on. Two, three, I'm in the zone. That was a basketball analogy. Cause I am in the zone right now, cause I'm getting cracking. Four, three, zero, I just, I broke that down for y'all. Mm-hmm. How the hoods, four, four, thirty. Mm-hmm. So how the hoods get along, mm-hmm. how the thirties in my hood get along. So that's why I said four, three, zero. I'm a East Side hero. I feel like I'm the hero of the East Side. I feel like I give my young niggas hope. Like, and I want to be that hope. That we can do it. They don't have to do music. I don't give a fuck if them niggas want to do, uh, drive garbage trucks or be a fucking mailman. Like, right. nigga, you can make it out of your circumstances. Like, I don't believe in that. I'm a product of my environment. You don't have to be. You don't have to be. Like, certain shit we can't control that we over there in them environments and poverty and shit. Like, saying moms don't have no money and she can't get up out of there. Okay, I get it, man. You go down the street, all your friends are down the street. You end up being a game and all your friends are gangbangers. It's, it's not necessary that you're being a follower. It's just like, shit, these are all my friends. So I'm gonna do what my friends is doing. Mm-hmm. So basically, that's just it right there. So it's just like, yeah, yeah. Cause you actually grow with your mom, your dad, and a stepmom. Man, I grew with my mom, my daddy, a stepmom, and a stepmom. Like, I don't I don't have that fucked up story that everybody's trying to portray. Like, man, I'm not a father. My nigga, I turned to the hood. Nigga, I went to the game. I went to the game. The game didn't come to me. I went to the game. My older brother went to the game. Yeah, we stayed in the hood, but we went to the game. We already had older cousins that were from the game. We didn't have to be gangers. Yeah. But we went to the game. That was just something that we chose to do. Cause back then it was more family orientated. I wanted to be with my niggas who I consider my brother. Right. So shit, if you cribbing, I'm cripping. Fuck it. It is what it is. Um, break down the one that I said I get blue cheese, but I don't fuck rats. I heard I heard the pussy try so tell that she can keep that worm
1: from I'm gone back there. Where oh oh
0: yeah for sure. That knows this ops on here. Oh
1: will be
0: crazy. Like shit this ops on here right now. <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> oh, I just think that's a dope line, but it's true though. Yeah. I know I get blue cheese but I don't feed rap, so of course the analogy and the metaphor is nigga I'm getting cheese, you know what I mean? Which is money, and blue cheese now because we got blue honey. And I don't feed the rats, cause rats love cheese, mm-hmm. fuck hood rats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And most niggas mm-hmm. think a nigga always trying to fuck his bitch. I don't want him They got I heard her pussy trash anyway, so tell her she can keep that. You feel me? <laughs> you can keep that little whack ass shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not gonna lie, K-boy. That bitch probably need a pass
1: anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not
0: gonna
1: lie, when I heard you rap, I was like, before I met you, I feel like I know you a little bit, but I was like, he cocky as fuck, I like it.
0: I'm like,
1: he cocky <laughs> when he rap. Like, like of course you like the big, I don't like, I do like saying that, but you like the Nipsey of like the low-bottom-y
0: side. I don't like saying like the Nipsey. you look, that's really my friend. Yes. I don't mind being compared to my peer, my friend. That was really my friend. Okay. So I don't mind being compared to him because if you look at it, we we are the same. Yes. We are the same. We're just two different sides of the city. Yes. But we got the same struggle. We have the same goal. We have the same objective: is to put on for our section and put on for our people—the okay. black people, of course. Like so, we got the same agenda. So I don't mind being compared to my bro. I really don't. let like- call yourself the neighborhood, of, the neighborhood of favorite gangster. Yeah, man, that shit kind of like you know to just elaborate it on that. Like, okay, I'm from Gangster Crip. Yeah. Niggas is neighborhood. We're we're not supposed to get along. Yeah. I got neighborhood niggas that's in my family. I went to school with that good niggas, but like I said before the beginning of the interview, just because I call myself that or I'm able to maneuver around the city the way I do, it's not because I'm super tough. It's not because I'm super crib. Nigga, I move with a level of respect. I never did no sucker shit to none of them niggas. I stood 10 toes down. Tell you where I'm from. If we got an issue, we got an issue. But niggas just respect my whole get out. so that's why. Man, I'm just a likable dude. I guess that's a blessing. You feel me? Like, nigga, big you. Oh, uh, that's up. Uh, like, they respect it. A lot of niggas wouldn't go. I tell a lot of niggas who I know right now, I said, being a rapper is more dangerous than being in your own hood. That's true. Because they feel like, oh, you a rapper, my nigga, everybody fuck with you. I'm like, nah, nigga, I'm still considered these niggas enemies. I go to these blood neighborhoods, I'm not a blood. Like, you know, technically speaking, I'm still an to them. So, but. I maneuver the way I do because it's a blessing. I just feel like it's energy. It's my energy, man. I, I give off a different board. That's what I feel. What's, what's the
1: best advice Nitsy gave
0: you? I feel like giving up so many times, right? Mm-hmm. He said this in an interview, but he told me this personal. He told Big Boy. He don't feel like he, he has the answers to everything. Like, he don't feel like he has the know-how. But the only defining thing and characteristic for him is that he never gave up, he never quit. And he always told me that because we had talks, I'd be like, "Oh, this shit takes every fucking for in the pot. Like he like, bro, you just can't stop. You gotta just really stay on your marathon, run your race and stay on course. Like, it will happen. You will reach the finish line, my nigga, you will reach your goal. You gotta take the stairs, bro, take the stairs. The elevator ain't always cool. You take the stairs, my nigga. You get to see certain shit you wasn't gonna see in the elevator. You go straight up. Wow. You going straight up to the
1: top. You're not knowing what's going on. You don't know the rules and the regulations. You don't know the do's and the don'ts. So I rather I
0: rather take the stairs, and I've been taking the stairs for a long time. I'm still on the stairs. You know what I mean? It's like I'm jogging up the motherfuckers right now though. <laughs> yeah, you jogging. You know? Sure. Feeling like Rocky. Like I'm gonna get to the top in a <laughs> minute, my nigga. You think so? Nah, but I just don't quit, man. I, that's the, that's the advice I want to give everybody to that's listening to this. Anything you do. Uh, I told my brother that too, like, we can't quit. I don't know how, how bad it seems, how rough it's getting, how you feel like you have nobody to help, you feel like you're in it alone. I just told her earlier today nobody is going to believe in you more than you. So you can't quit, you got to keep on going. we going to fail. Support our life. Nothing is perfect. But what defines a champion is failure. So you gotta feel it a couple of times, you know what I mean? But once once you succeed and once you win, it's like muscle remembering uh, muscle memory when you're working out. Mm-hmm. That shit gonna be easy. He's gonna be used to winning. So win after win after win after win after win. Do
1: you feel like it's pressure that that you're basically ipsy of the low bodies? I don't
0: feel like it's pressure, I just feel like I just need to do my due diligence and just do my thing. I don't feel like it's pressure at all. It's pressure when you feel like you have to live up to somebody's expectations, yes. or live up to their standards, or walk in their shoes. I me and Cuz, we're different shoe sizes anyway. I would never be able to walk in their shoes. We don't wear the same shot shoe. shoes. Uh-huh. We probably don't even like the same shoes, uh-huh. <laughs> you feel me? So these are my shoes that I'm in. This is my race, uh-huh. you know what I mean? So I don't feel no pressure at all. I think people get pressure when they feel like they have to try to be something that they're not, I'm not missing. Thank you for the comparison. I love bro. Mm-hmm. I'm not him. on like Jay Boy. He mm-hmm. nip. Yep. He used to say that a lot. Like I'm not Snoop's comparison. Like I'm not Snoop Dogg. Yeah. I'm nip. He actually turned down. I think nip could have been Snoop Dogg. In, in, the movie, in, the, yeah. in the movie, he turned it down bro, yeah, exactly. because of his legacy, bro. He won't, You see, his legacy is all nip. Everything that he left. Like it's all nip. Ain't gonna be like, oh yeah, remind me of. Mm-hmm. It only, you don't even, you don't even remind him of Snoop because he a tall nigga like Snoop, long hair like Snoop, and he's a crap Yeah.
1: That's it. <laughs> What's the best year to you for that rappers came out in the rap game? The nineties is the golden era for
0: me. Oh shit, the nineties and the early two thousands. Yeah. But nineties is really like I told you. <laughs> Jada talk, <tongue>, man. <laughs>
1: You are one of, there's a couple of them out there, but you are one of the last to really rap from the West. There's a couple out there, but you're one of the last ones. Like, how do you feel about that? Because now people doing the singing, I don't know what it's called, singing, rapping. It's melodic rap. I do that too though, I like yeah, that. That i yeah, cool, I'm but right,
0: right. you really doing on
1: like your hooks.
0: Yeah, there yeah. Are my hugs. I got a song on there on my drop. Me and they one did, one of our projects called, Killers at, okay. and I am going to let y'all listen to the shit too. You know, you know what I mean? For y'all leave, but it's dope though. But I think the content of it still makes it so West Coast and so gangster that you don't feel it. That it's the content, and you know that I'm serious. Okay. You know what I mean? It's believable. So I, I mean, man, I feel like every every year point, every decade, every. New generation has its style of music. Right. Like, you know, it was West Coast, it was Gangsta Rap. Then it was East Coast, nigga, you better know how to rap. Then it was the mixtape circuit. Then we come back double out here. Then it was some jerk shit. Like, I that's, feel like everybody, you know what I mean? Everybody, then, the, you know, the South ain't never let it. I mean, shit, they still got it. Feel you feel like, the South
1: still holding it?
0: Yeah, I feel like that's the South, like, swag, though, was the whole of shit. Like, you know what I mean? And over them type of beats that uh, people select. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I'm not the only one, rap man. I like giving niggas flowers. If niggas don't even shout me out, I don't have a problem, bro. I, I I just do, I just do me and be me. Like the hardest nigga out here is Mike Strong. Really? Battle little brother. Mike Strong, is like lyricist, hands down. Nobody get that nigga flowers. That nigga hard as fuck. And then I started off like if y'all did real research on me. I am not am fucking with you. I like, y'all, did y'all, research. y'all did y'all research, but I started off in a group. My homeboy H. Shout out to friend, Ace, Best friend. He's my nigga. He one of the most underrated people, but he different because he's very quiet. So you're probably like, if y'all didn't know, like I was in a group called the Black Boys. But he very quiet. You know what I mean? He very to himself. He very, he very reserved, so you wouldn't know him. Was that around Cash many days? Because the Black Boys? The Black Boys, is that's how I came to Blue Division. Oh, okay. okay. So it was me, but not like he really, he really done. Okay. Like, he helped me get my rap shit together, so I had not handle So you wrapped off of the Cautious V, which you do, I mean, yeah. Um, what you want to do. The Dollars and Cents with DJ Quick, which is my favorite one. Uh, Murder is the Case, the J.O. Felony beat, and the Badass beat. Which one is your favorite? Right now, it got to be the Caution, and it's special to me, because Gozo just lost his life. I mean, rest a guys of, peace of Gazo, uh, But I really feel like I think I got off on that one the most, yeah. to me. But it's special to me that that's my favorite. I listen to it a lot now, that he go. But you know, Gazo, he was, he was sharing it. Uh, we had a long conversation before he passed away, too. Me and John Fellah, like he just redid another Caution beat, the Bounce Rock Skate. Actually, day one redid it. And the guys all went crazy when I sent it to him. Uh, he told me he was going to fly out here, he was going to take care of the video for me in jail. Uh, that unfortunate, tragic thing that happened to my nigga, like recipes in Gazo. So, yeah, man, the caution that's my favorite right now. I'm going to get a mixed uh, with like, all of- I might as well do it, you I mean you throwing it out there and then <laughs> they can be it. Man, I'm tired of going on YouTube listening to it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> one more question. What, what what else do you have work what you got going on right now? Uh, honestly, I'm just working. I'm just doing
0: records. Okay. So I'm gonna put out some records It's gonna be surprising y'all with some, some reputable people.
1: Really? Can, sure. we get, can we get No! Uh, can we get one
0: person? No,
1: no. One more question, right?
0: How did you, like, you and Whoopi Goldberg, how did you meet Whoopi Goldberg? Like, how was K-Boy and Whoopi Goldberg- You know what? Let me tell you that Let me tell you that story, because I don't, you know,
1: it's an illusion.
0: Motherfuckers will be like, oh my God, what is he about, what is he about to do? They about to do the Gun of part too. War I appreciate everybody thinking that's my bad. So, me and my mind is your pool. We go meet up, uh, we go, I go show my face. Uh, to G.I. Joe,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Nipsey homeboy that rap, G.I. Joe? Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: It was his birthday, so I go, I was invited by, uh it was like a little surprise, I was invited by a homie, Robin Hood from over there, so I go, and we, and we had one of the, you know, fly ass hotel. Mm-hmm. Forgot the name of it, it was fly ass hotel. My east side ass, been in LA my whole life and don't know all the fly shit out here. <laughs> so, so we go, when we leave, him. manager's like, no, I gotta go to the ATM real quick. Mm-hmm. So we walk by the bar, I don't even see her yet. Um, he go. I'm like, yeah, right. I'm like, let me see, I go. He's sitting there having a meeting. My crazy ass go. Man, I'm about to go talk to her.
1: Hell yeah, I'm gonna
0: too. He's like, man, don't do that, bro. He like, do not do that. He like, no, don't do that. I'm like, fuck that. I'm gonna talk. My to chair. I said, I think gonna get a picture. My garden. Nigga, I'm starstruck. I'm super star He like, she look at me, I'm like, I'm so sorry. You ain't no way for interrupting you. I know you haven't let me, she go, ah, what you doing over here? Come sit down. Oh,
1: oh wow. Man. I
0: said, really? She like, come sit down, come talk to me. So she had a conversation with me for 15 minutes. She didn't even had to.
1: Right. And
0: I told her who I was, I told her I didn't use it. Gave me some game, like, you know, do this, do that. Uh, You know, keep God first, continue to do what you're doing. I wish you the best. And uh, don't get caught up into the evils of this industry. I'm like, for sure, she didn't have to do that. She could have been like, hey, I'm busy, don't you see me? And I kept apologizing. She said, stop apologizing, you're good
1: you the only person who got a game from Nipsey, Damon Dadd, Whoopi Goldberg, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> and it seems like the list goes on and on. Still a humble dude. For real. Just sit here humble. Had, a, had a, a picture with
0: my idol, dang bad. was <laughs> on <laughs> this show. Because there's so much more work to be done. Like, Facts. We're not at the finish line that yet. You know what I mean? I can't even take a water break right now. You feel me? So that's how I feel. Like, You're I appreciate it. Okay. You know I mean, I tell people I appreciate it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know I mean, I love to love, but I ain't even begun yet. So that's how I feel. I gotta, I gotta shout out people that I didn't. So, oh, yeah. but, uh, I always give these shout outs to the same people because, you know I mean, they help a nigga through a lot. So, Jazzy okay. um, D, that was my first manager. He's still around. He still helps out doing the business. He gave me a lot of game okay. in this business. Pooh, um, cool. That's my dog. That's my everyday. You know what I mean? That's my manager right there. G Malone, that's my dog. We talk. He still get on my head about certain things that I should be doing. You feel me? And uh, man, I shout out my nigga Ace, like I said from the Block Boys, man. Okay. So uh, my nigga JDL. We talked about J. but These are people that been in my corner for a long time since I started. You feel me? And uh, this engineer producer named Guido. He don't do music no more, but. We'll bring you back because it's almost that time, Uh-oh. yeah. man, everybody else, man. I, I gotta shout out Jell Felony again for allowing me to use this beat for saying that he fuck with the motherfucker. And I give you that, I give y'all that. Can't boy Jail Felony got an EP coming
1: out. Oh. <laughs> thank you, uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. You like, I give y'all that. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> well, when would it drop? No, I'm just fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Next, was me, <laughs> <laughs> you know me, I
1: can keep going.
0: Honestly, <laughs> no, I don't know, but it's in the works, though. That motherfucker, go we crazy. He still got it. Really? He still up. got
1: it. Okay. okay. I can't wait.
0: I don't know, but yeah. Crip Hot was one of my favorite albums, too, for man. Yeah, got it, bro. Well,
1: thank you for allowing us to sit here and interview for with real.
0: you. thank you. No, thank y'all, man. This was a cool one, too.